0: Good morning. It's Tuesday at the Nevada Press Association. I'm going to do something a little different today. I'm going to talk about one-sided stories and why they're Um, one-sided. For the most part, when uh, journalists are trying to play it straight down the middle, be uh, accurate and fair. Um, I'm reading one, a story from the Reno Gazette-Journal. Amade under fire after gun protester punished. Uh, apparently, uh, one of Representative Mark Amaday's staffers was upset that uh, a student, a high school student, used a uh, popularly known curse word, known as the F word, um, in asking them to get off their f and asses about gun control. The staffer reported it to the high school. The high school suspended the kid. For disrespectful behavior, language, um, and in this story, nobody from Amadei's office responded to a request for comment from <clears throat> James DeHaven, the reporter on this. Um, in another story, I also read a uh, about an independent story on the same topic where there was a comment from Amadei saying. Uh, he didn't blame the staffer, and it was really up to the principal who took the uh, um, action against the student. I, I think uh, I, I have to agree with the ACLU on this one that uh, that was way out of bounds on, on both the Amadeus office and the uh, and the high school for punishing a kid for exercising his free speech. For one thing, it's kind of ironic that. <clears throat> Right next to this story is on the Reno Gazette Journal front page is a photo of uh, Nevada head coach Eric Musselman uh, screaming in joy after their uh, um, team's win against Cincinnati on Sunday, a big victory. If you remember the previous win, Eric Musselman uh, uttered that very same word four times uh, in the locker room to his... team and it was broadcast to the world on uh, CBS which apologized for the language but you know I was kind of wondering if uh, anybody in Amaday's office had called UNR to complain about uh, the speech of its uh, basketball coach. I doubt it. Um, here's another story also in the Gazette Journal about a father and son uh, being jailed for illegally killing an elk um, they were convicted in court. They're f- facing some very serious uh, penalties. But again, I see in this story that uh, their attorneys, uh, them nor their attorneys, returned phone calls, had any comment to the Gazette Journal. So, um, you know, people try and do that all the time is maybe if I don't say anything, it won't be a story. Well, that's not going to happen. What you've done by not saying anything is given up your chance to uh, tell your side of what happened. Or maybe in this case to say with a little uh, remorse that uh, you shouldn't have illegally killed an elk in Nevada. Um, These guys were from uh, Wisconsin, actually a father's son. Then one more thing on the same topic while I'm at it is I'm reading a Columbia Journalism Review story about... uh, the chairman of Tronc, which was, is Tribune company, Tribune Online. So it's, it's the newspapers, but it's, it's the digital version of the newspapers. Um, that, uh, this guy, Michael Farrow, for one thing, stepping down uh, just before um, the uh, newspapers, uh, actually this was uh, Fortune, was ready to publish a story about uh, sexual advances at this guy, Faro. I'm just outraged for one thing, that he's going to continue working till 2020 as a consultant for $5 million a year. Uh, no wonder this company is going broke. Uh, but the other thing that just ticks me off is that the chairman of a newspaper company has a spokesman. He can't talk to the press himself. He has to hire somebody to talk to the press for him, okay? That's just pitiful, and uh, I'm sufficiently disgusted that that's what my topic was about today, is uh, why stories in the newspapers sometimes sound very one-sided. It's because the other side was apparently too ashamed uh, of their actions to have anything to say, okay? I'll be back with the Nevada quiz, which I promise will be on a lighter topic. Okay, for today's uh, Nevada quiz question, we're going to go to actually... uh, Robert Laxalt's uh, Nevada a History, and uh, I have to find, though, first of all, the answer to yesterday's trivia question, which I can't find the book. Hang on a second. Okay, now I got it. Um, and that question was, and this should have been an easy one, especially if you're a fan of journalism. Uh, the nom de plume of Virginia City journalist Will Wright. What did he use as his uh, byline, his pseudonym? Dan DeQuill, of course. Okay, Will Wright became Dan DeQuill. Okay, from Robert Laxalt's History of Nevada. Um, I don't think I've asked this one before. I think you should know it, but uh, I'm going to make it a little easier. I'm going to tell you that in 1938, Dewey Sampson um, did something. Actually, it was elected to the Nevada legislature. But what was, um, the, um, news there? What was, what was characteristic of Dewey Sampson? What was he the first of in the legislature? Okay. Do you know that? Okay. You can, again, you can email the answer to Nevada press at, uh, gmail.com. If you have the, the, um, Anchor app, you can do a call in and I'll put you on the, on the podcast with your answer, okay? Talk to you tomorrow.